uh, the intent is we're never to exit worship. We are always to recognize and, and value his presence in every area, uh, recognizing his worth and value as I'm washing, dis- uh, washing dishes, recognizing his, his worth and value as I work, uh, recognizing his worth and value in my conversation and um, at the dentist. And, Welcome everybody to the first ever Deeper Still podcast. That's right, it finally happened. And we're so excited to begin this journey with you. We thought before we get into it today, we want to introduce ourselves and so Jack, won't you take it away? Won't you introduce yourself, my guy? Well, my name is Jack, as was previously stated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm a worship leader, part of uh, Deeper Still, um, worship leader at New Life Community Church, involved in several ministries, and uh, co-host of this lovely Deeper Still podcast. Dan, introduce yourself. Well, actually, my name is Pedro Morales Magonzalez. (laughs) Morales (laughs) Magonzalez. All one word. Uh, no, uh, my name's Dan. Uh, I am also a part of Deeper Still. I get to be a part of this uh, podcast, which I'm really excited for. Uh, I lead youth and young adults ministries. And so it's really exciting to be able to come here and talk about worship uh, together with these awesome guys today. So, Yeah, so going into the purpose of the podcast, um, I think it's the idea that as Christians, we aim to glorify the triune God, right? Mm. That's revealed in scripture. And as followers of Christ, um, Christ being God, we are called to live in a, uh, live a life of worship. So I think through this podcast, we're going to explain what that means, explore what that means by having conversations with different people. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, the whole goal is that we want to talk to musicians. We want to talk to pastors. We want to talk to business owners, different leaders, artists, um, just all from around the Chicago and Chicago land area and just um, and, 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 and grow a more rich view of worship as it's revealed in scripture and how God is using different people in the city yeah. uh, to impact lives, whether it's, you know, whether it's the pastor or whether it's the person who just runs the deli or whatever it is, like, man, how God is using this person to be influential to their community, uh, to those they work with, to those they minister to, evangelize to, all that. Uh, yeah. With the hope that, um, as Jesus called us in John, 4, uh, in John chapter four, that we would be the worshipers who worship in spirit and in truth. And I think that's that would be the the big goal of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think um, again, worship is multifaceted, right? It doesn't just serve, uh, even from a worship leader perspective, um, doesn't it doesn't just happen on a Sunday. And if it does, then then we fail, right? Because if it doesn't uh, last more than that, can we even say that we are worshiping in spirit and in truth? So yeah, I'm very excited for this whole podcast as we talk to people, um, learn how, like you were saying everyone worships depending on their job what they do how they live their life so yeah absolutely and that and and i think that that brings a a good point that the deeper still is more than a podcast it's 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 a monthly worship gathering that meets the last monday of every month you know we gather together to worship the lord together um you know and and as we've been doing this for years these monthly gatherings we thought man how awesome would it be to now you know expand from just gathering, you know, once a month on the last Monday of a month, 
but now we can take this experience into our daily lives, continue to grow our knowledge of worship, continue to grow our knowledge of the word, um, and just at the same time, you know, meet new people, and that will be exciting. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah, excited, I'm to, excited for the for different sure. people that we're going to be talking to and, and things like that. So this is all, all going to be really great, and I'm, I'm glad you're all joining with us today. Yeah, so with that being said, let us introduce our first guest, first ever guest. This is good. I need some music here. He is the founder and leader of Deeper Still. He is the author of The Essentials. It's an awesome coffee book worship. It's coffee, coffee table. A table. Um, the coffee table book. <laughs> coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Something like that. He is a Chicago. Oh, wow. Chicago artist. Long intro. Oh, man. I messed that one up so bad. We got a little ring, too, which is hilarious. Oh, man. That was the cutoff. Okay, I'm going to do this one fast. Yeah, good. Here we go. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> Never fixes it in post. There's no post. <laughs> Jack doesn't know how to post. I've seen podcasts do that. <laughs> Go ahead, Jack. Not ours, we're raw. Okay. So with that being said, we're excited to announce our first guest. He is the founder and leader of Deeper Still, author of The Essentials, which is a coffee table book talking about worship. He's a Chicago artist, singer, songwriter with songs such as Day After Day and You Are the One Thing, not to mention a mentor of mine and Dan's, a very good friend of ours, Gabe Lopez. What's up, what's up? What's up I'd what's like up? to go on record and say he's not my mentor. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> just coming in, Man. throwing punches. <laughs> Welcome to the Deeper Still Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for I'm, running this game. I'm your host. <laughs> Oh man! No, Gabe, welcome. Dude, We're this glad is exciting, to have you, man. Yeah, this uh, this is happening. This is this is, this is happening. This yeah. has been in conversation for a long time, so I'm I'm happy to see it here. Yeah, and it's exciting to see that. Uh, I mean, a lot of work has been put into this. Um, mm-hmm. Just meetings, talking about it, getting the equipment, getting all the stuff, yeah. uh, writing, meeting with people. Um, I mean, you've been you've been working your butt off just not only for this, but just a whole deeper still in general. So, I yeah. mean, this is really exciting to finally say, like, man, we're, we're doing this. this. Dope. And we're glad you're here. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So, Gabe, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah. For the audience. On top of, of the intro that you just I mean, gave? I know. I gave a, quite an extensive <laughs> intro there. but We want to uh, start from your birth, Gabe. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> tell us your story, Papa. <laughs> it was a warm summer day. Yeah. <laughs> July 12th I remember the whole thing yeah. no but just just I mean kind of what your what your part in deeper still is maybe even a bit of your testimony kind of how this all came to be things like that yeah um, man I really do not know where to begin um, as far as deeper still and and the worship nights and now this um, that itself has been well this is seven years uh, this year makes uh, seven years of our worship gatherings, which is every every last Monday of the month. Um, and um, yeah, but outside of that, I guess, is what uh, you're asking. Outside of that, um, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a, I'm a Chicago native, uh, born and raised here. I've uh, been saved in Children's Church, so I, um, I remember the day vividly, but um, don't ask me what the year it was, but it was at a family camp. And um, yeah, I remember that it was, it was a powerful children's 
uh, service where God was really moving. <clears throat> Kids were laid out on the floors. It's incredible. Um, and I said, I, I, I want to do that. I think I told my mom, it was either her or my dad, I can't remember, but you know, I want to do that. I want to do what they're doing. Um, uh, so they prayed over me. I got, I got saved and all of that. So I'm born and raised in church also. So I feel very fortunate to be born and raised in church and just experience uh, the love and power of God um, over and over and over and over again, uh, both in services and in personal life. Um, so I'm also worship uh, worship pastor in um, in New Life yeah. in the Logan area, and um, I've been leading worship since I was 13, wow. uh, 14 years old. And again, also very fortunate uh, for that because I've seen the move of God uh, through song and through worship. Uh, yeah, these yeah. are very powerful well, things. Well, in quick it. question, because yeah. something you just said right there, like, what um, what got you into music? So you said you've you've been seeing God like work. Through, you know, through through music and things like that, and and just kind of what what got you into that in the first place? Like, did you just pick up a guitar yeah. one day and you're like, oh, I love this, or like, <laughs> kind of what kind of what led you? Yeah, there? no, it's mainly my father. Okay. My father has modeled worship leader uh, very well. Um, yeah, both as a leader, but then also like as a killer musician. Yeah. He's a drummer. Um, uh, when I was a baby and as a toddler, he was in a a rock band uh, named um, Vessel. He was in a couple. Uh, Vessel, uh, they were more metal, and then he was in a band called uh, Crossover. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was more fusion, uh, but he was a drummer, and uh, we always had the drums in the basement of our house or or in the porch. Um, so. Yeah, so you so you were I mean you were just surrounded by music since since you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, music was always always in my family, and so we had the freedom uh, to always. Uh, beyond the drums, uh, my mom was very patient with banging cymbals and, and oh, toms for, for hours yeah. <laughs> and hours on end. I mean, like, I'm a drummer, but then also uh, my sister and brother and dad. And so all of us would, you know, want to practice and have fun. <laughs> and so, it's, yeah. yeah, hours of drumming. Um, but then he, at the time, he was a youth, um, a youth pastor and uh, he didn't have a worship leader. So he took lessons on acoustic, how to play guitar, so that he can, he can already sing, like he's been singing ever since he was a teenager, Mm -hmm. but uh, he wanted to play acoustic to lead worship and youth meetings. So he took lessons and then I, um, you know, I would just watch him, uh, watch him practice and he would show me what he was learning. So after that, I took off on my own. And that's how I was on the drums, like he would show us. Uh, the basics, and then you just uh, oh, take off gotcha. running. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, same thing on the guitar, and then you know, being born and raised in church, I would watch uh, the keyboardist, uh, watch the, uh, the organ, uh, watch the bassist. You know, I, I was yeah. I was always around. And, uh, and for those listening, so. Gabe's being incredibly humble. He's actually a super talented musician, and uh, every time I listen to him, I'm like, man, God has really given this guy. So anyway, uh, so. it's okay. <laughs> Put a good off there. So yeah. we're, we're not editing that out, though. Yeah, That's I wanted good. to interject on that yeah. because, um, again, Gabe, I've known you for a long time, and I've literally seen you play like a ton of instruments. And all. Uh, let me clarify this as well. Um, I know that you said you mentioned drums and uh, guitar there, which you play mainly electric. Mm-hmm. But um, how many instruments do you play? Yeah. So there's um, nine hundred drums. <laughs> 
drums, uh, the guitar, obviously. And if you know how to how to play the guitar, you know how to play the bass, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the bass, uh, keyboards. High school, I played uh, tuba. Um, wow. And then, uh, yeah, that I was a lot see of fun. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. essentially the boom, 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 Because I was a marching band. So, oh, yeah. wow, cool. So that, uh, yeah, and then, you know, highly worship. So, yeah. So, like, I never call myself a singer, but, I mean, I, I sing out of obedience yeah. because, you know, I feel that's what my calling is. Yeah. As a worship leader. So, um, yeah, and, I mean, everything else that, anything that makes an audible sound, uh, you can... Uh, manipulate and make music out of so I like to uh, to experiment but I know all the basics all the fundamentals to you know make a song yeah and uh, you've you've been particularly good at just uh, learning things um, I feel like the longer I've known you you've like acquired skills like you're some video game character and you're like <laughs> level yeah, up <laughs> I know I know how to do things it's <laughs> level like, up and I'm like I'm still Two knowing the same things <laughs> So, you've always been good at um, learning different things, starting different things, um, and in case, uh, I, th- I think we already stated it, but uh, you are the founder of Deeper Still. Um, so, could you explain for everyone, if they don't already know, um, what Deeper Still is, what the heart of the ministry is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I always refer to um, Paul encouraging us in um, Hebrews chapter 10 uh, verse 24 I believe but I know it's Hebrews 10 mm-hmm. but um, yeah he, he just encourages us that I mean our times are dark um, I mean and we hear it more and more that you know we're living in the last days yeah. uh, we're seeing it more and more so make sure we don't we don't get too busy or neglect our, our gathering together, yeah. our meeting together. Um, be inventive and encouraging one another into love and, and, and good deeds. And so there's no better way in doing that than, well, I mean, there are better ways than just meeting once a month. But at the very least, mm-hmm. uh, we gather once a month to encourage each other, to sharpen each other, to, uh, to seek the face of the Father, um, you know, invest into our relationships and friendships. Yeah. Um, and that can look like a million different ways. But uh, for us, uh, what we've been doing, and I mean, it evolves, it seems like almost, yeah, almost every couple of years, yeah. it looks like, yeah, yeah. Um, which is fun. And I love that. Um, at the very beginning, it was only artists, um, painters, mm-hmm. uh, dancers, or, or whatever. And uh, uh, we were meeting once a month because I wanted them to learn how to listen uh, to the voice of the Lord in a worshipful environment via music. Yeah. Um, and so like we would sing songs and we would have uh, people painting and uh, dancing and, and, and all that. But over time, um, people were asking, hey, I'm not a painter or an, or an artist per se, but, but I just want to worship. Is it okay if I come? Is it okay if, you know, if I come? So over time, it just evolved into uh, what it is now where... Where yeah, it is open to everyone and and anyone. And um, I mean, even if you are an artist, I mean, uh, we have people come uh, with their paints and canvases. We have people come with uh, their tubas and accordions. We have people yeah. um, come on their trombones. And 
you know, a person walking in with a jumbo cello on their back. Hey, can I play? Absolutely, find a spot and play. Um, so, so it's, you know, it's more so about, you know, playing in the presence of God. And I mean that, like, very loosely, but just being, you know, you know, experimental. Like, I'm, I'm not a musician, but I, I, I do X, Y, Z. I'm like, well, hey, you know, you know, express it, you know, it's worship. Um, I mean, like, in the worship and environment so uh there's no featured band uh we're not a band uh there's no featured artist or musician everyone just comes and lays their gift at jesus's feet yeah and say um you know this is what i have i mean you've you've given me the passion of xyz and the desire and the gifting of xyz and i'm giving it back to you um and so yeah so we meet once a month um we're having fun with um, offering more resources. I mean, yeah. hence what uh, we're doing now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. You know, um, continuing the dialogue and, uh, you know, the conversation throughout I, the week. I yeah. wanted to ask you because th- I think there was a lot there. And, um, yeah, and no, no, please don't okay. apologize. I, I think that that's really cool. I want people to hear kind of what this is all about and, and, and what the intention is. And, um, and one of the cool things is this, there's a lot of encouragement in what's being done. Now, obviously worship is, is for the Lord. Um, and, and yet there's this beautiful thing where we're doing it on to God and he's also, uh, just completing our joy as Jesus promises to the disciples, you know, my joy will be in you and, and, uh, your joy will be complete. And so there's a there's a lot of joy in, in what you're explaining and just getting these different people together uh, to, to worship and to praise and to adore and to long for. And I think that's really awesome. You also said something that I thought was really key. You said um, that, you know, we're living, you know, in, in dark times and, and we, you know, we hear about last days and things like that. And um, I just wanted to kind of get some of your thoughts. Like, what are, what are some of the... What are some of the, I guess, just for, for, for Christians to be aware? Because I think this would be a, a good thing to say. Why is it so important that we're doing what we're doing, right? It's not just so that way we can be all follicky and it's just happy and it's just whatever. And it's just good vibes only. Like, why is this so important? And I think in light of some of that, that darkness, and I just wanted to ask, would you would be willing to touch on that? Like, what, what is some of that darkness that we, that we notice just maybe in our culture or in our society or you're just even in our neighborhoods that we say, oh man, like that's, that's clearly like something that we have that is a, is a battle. It is a battle. And, and, we, and we're, we're waging war against that through the Holy Spirit. Yeah, uh, well, that's a deep question. Um, uh, what immediately pops in my mind is that, you know, light draws out darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like in the midst of, of darkness, there is, there is light. Um, I know I have to unpack that, but us as, um, you know, as humans, especially in, in, in our day where we're so bombarded with, uh, notifications and posts and uh, people's opinions and bad news and I mean you name it and mm-hmm. um, I mean like I was reading a book and uh, I mean it was written a few years ago but they say like uh, the uh, the average human is is hit with over 7,000 advertisements a day um, and that was a few years ago you know yeah. and now there's even uh, I mean I'm sure there's more 
So yeah, um, there's 20 on a YouTube video yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. just by starting it. Yeah. Uh, we have to be reminded is where I'm getting that. Uh, uh, reminded of his goodness. Uh, reminded of his presence. Uh, reminded um, of his love and, you know, and grace. And I mean, Spurgeon even says it in uh, Spurgeon on Praise, uh, which is one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, the importance of, of remembering his goodness. Yeah. Uh, we only gather once a month, but I mean, there, there are, you know, our Sunday morning gatherings and there right. are small groups. And I, I love small groups very much. Um, the more that we're reminded, held accountable, um, edified, um, so on and so forth, uh, the more we're able to handle living in our day and age and, yeah. um, and still be full of joy. Hope I'm answering your you know, question. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, and, and I'll say something else, and then, Jack, please feel free to chime in at any point. But, um, no, I, I think this is really cool sure. because... <laughs> chime. <Sure>. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, like, as I was saying, like, um, you know, we, we want to edify and we want to build up. And, and I think always uh, from, from when we worship the Lord, two things that come to my mind. We worship Him for who He is and what he has done, right? And so we look at the character of God and say, well, we're going to worship him for who he is just by who he is alone. And then we look at his his salvific history through all of history and go, wow, and we're going to worship him for what he's done, right? And I think that's what's coming to my mind as as you're talking and, and you're sharing about edifying and uplifting and um, and just giving everything back to the Lord because it is very apparent that we do live in in a heavy darkness of like you were saying just with the bombardment of of notifications and why because we're so focused on self we get so many notifications from a selfie that i posted you know and now i'm reading all the comments and this and that and and i'm so self-focused self-driven and worship's all about it's not about you it's actually about the lord and his track record and uh, and that's why i wanted to go there and, and i don't know if jack has any thoughts but that's why i thought it was cool to just kind of um explore that and say yeah in the midst of this self-driven culture in the midst of postmodernism, in the midst which is you know to say that there is no absolute truth anymore you know that saying no like we we have truth we have hope it's rooted in scripture and and it and it's a man and his name is jesus and that's why we're doing this and i think that's really exciting yeah i think uh two things so first off even on the advertisements it's crazy because a lot of the reason that we have um and this is more, I guess, from an IT side of things, but I'm an IT guy by day, so. Jack, do you do IT by day? Never done it before. <laughs> uh, he does it. <laughs> but no, it's crazy to think that we even have a lot of services just based off of self. So large reason why we have Androids and iPhones the way that we do and like this crazy technology um, that sometimes looks really cool is quite literally because... Um, the data that you have. So it's all driven by like the desire for companies to uh, take your data. So it, all, it almost streams back into that, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, wow. um, I think the other thing I wanted to address too was, Gabe, you talked about small groups and man, let me just tell you, totally agree with you. Shout out to all the small group leaders. Small groups I'm, all <laughs> I'm a small, we're, we're all small group leaders. Yeah, um, yeah we are. And, uh, this is a small group right now. What? Who's the leader? <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, but they're they're uber important, and I think in particular of uh, Tuesday nights men's group that we have at uh, New Life Norge at eight p.m. Wednesday to 9 nights PM. at uh, <laughs> my place seven p.m. I make you coffee. We're making the plug. Just yeah. do you, you make them know. coffee, Jack? Do you make them coffee? I will make coffee, even though I'm, I do not like it. I make my group coffee. Dang, way to wow. out them on the internet. Wow. Well, you know yes. what? Sometimes we have pizza, Gabe. So there you go. I, I have, have a pizza. pizza. I don't have pizza. <laughs> Mamma mia, my friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but. Um, it's it's eight it's like goes from like eight p.m. to nine fifteen and you're right I think in this day and age where everything's running and I feel like a million miles per hour you know what I mean with all the notifications just with all the stresses of life too I mean some of these notifications sure are advertisements but it's text on hey you need to do this or if it's your job you need to do this you need to do this and those aren't wrong because that's part of life but it it really does get overwhelming and I think there really is something about constantly i feel like that at least for me constantly readjusting like my vision as to what i'm focusing on you know what i mean because when i focus on myself um man that's when that dark that's when i allow death into my life that's what in death i don't actually mean like people dying around me but i more mean in a sense of a of sin yeah of sin yeah of sin and death into my life um and it diverts me from where Christ is calling me to, but I need to be constantly like refocused. You know what I mean? Even if I'm a tiny bit off, just constantly refocused. And I think of those deeper still uh, worship nights. I think of that Tuesday night men's group because for for me, someone who's invested in both of those, they require a lot of energy. You know what I mean? For a long time, we would set up a lot of these and it's like, I love doing them. I love going to this Tuesday night men's group, but I know it's going to cost me. And sometimes you go and you're like, man, I... I don't know if I could give anything. I'm just so exhausted. And I feel like there's a lot of people that go to both of those and are like, I just, I don't even know if I'm going to make it. Barely get in there and they leave more energized than they came in. Um, I mean, I even think of my dad who works third shift. Yeah. And he's like, I was exhausted. I got two hours of sleep and now I have to go to work and I feel more energized than I was feeling previously after this just because i was so encouraged by all of it yeah and that's so interesting yeah like how how there is way more satisfaction in giving yeah than anything else yeah um um like our worship gatherings they're they're nothing but just giving 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 um even in small groups i mean we're uh we're hosting them but but we're giving and you know and we're giving and so uh which is also why devotions are so important Mm -hmm. where i mean that's where we just uh uh, we sit you know in the presence of god in the presence of his word and he fills us up all over again just so we can give giving joy giving peace giving hope living a life of giving there's just so much joy in that yeah you know i i wanted to make a point that i think will lead to a question i'm gonna try to do my best at that um you know because just as we've been talking i've just really been thinking about man that isn't that the battle of man is worship like and what we worship um 
and 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 it's the old saying of like it's not a matter of if you worship it's what you worship you know and we, and we look back just even at the story of genesis just the first couple of chapters and we look here it is adam and eve walking in the garden and they're worshiping the lord and they're devoted to him and everything they're doing is to glorify him and then what happens that lie is introduced that you don't need god right like you could be just like him if you eat from this tree and it's that little oh, okay maybe yeah i i can do this i can do it why would i not want to be just like god you know even though they were told surely you will die it's like no well that doesn't he didn't really mean that you know and and he he they 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 eat of this fruit and now proper worship is severed for you know for the first time in creation yeah. now it's severed and now all of a sudden man has has ordained what they'll worship rather than the creator God. And and what happens? Their children follow in those footsteps. You have Cain and Abel where Abel is presenting pleasing yeah. sacrifice and pleasing worship to the Lord. And and Cain was not. And and he he was he was offering what he desired, what he thought was was what should be the best and God was not pleased with it. And I think that's been the battle of man um in in you know again not if we worship but what we worship and for the redeemed it's man bringing back the worship to god bringing back the worship to god and so i guess the the question portion that i was leading to this is that be, because of a lot of the ideas that i'm hearing from from you and even from jack is is that you know a part of i would say true worship is when we're also coming together as believers like something yeah. like this to me right now this to me is worship that we're saying no we we see it as supremely valuable to talk about this and to talk about the Lord. And um, and so the thing I was thinking of was you're always saying like, hey, we're not the band. You know, everyone who's involved, like if you're here, if 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 you're part of Deeper Still, if you're if you're worshiping the Lord, like you're on the band too. Like it's it's always this kind of like pushing away from self and bringing in everybody else into it also. So and so my question is. It, it, what part of in worship as we're as we're worshiping the triune god that is revealed in scripture why is it so important that we learn to worship together and not just keep it as something that only a select few can do but this idea that like no we're all in this together it's not just the job of the person who leads the songs on a sunday morning but it's like no we're we're if you are redeemed, like we're doing this together. And I yeah. wanted to hear your thoughts. Like, what is the importance of us coming together in that sense? Yeah. Well, well the important, that was a lot. <laughs> no, I mean, the importance is, you know, again, just circling back to, you know, encouraging one another, uh, being reminded of his goodness, um, sharpening each other, praying over one another. And all of that happens at a deeper soul worship gathering. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I've just never been, um, I, I don't see value in a worship night where people are coming to see a band. I mean, like if, if I wanted to be in a band, I could be in a band, you know, and, you know, and go far and, you know, and tour and, you know, make a name for ourselves. And yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm not interested in that, I guess. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to find. Um, but yeah, and I mean, if like if you look in scripture, it's just, you know, that there was never a team, you know, a worship team. It was just like, you know, come together as believers and worship, you know, come together as brothers and sisters in Christ and, you know, and, and worship. On top of that, it's that, uh, 
you know, worship far exceeds playing the guitar and bass and singing. Um, And so I I don't want people leaving thinking, oh, yeah, I went to worship and was led by the band. Mm -hmm. Um, Rather, I went to worship with... To participate. uh, My brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And participated. Yeah. Um, and, and, And actually, I've been seeing that more than ever. We now have, you know, a production team. Yeah. Shout out to Dan and Mike I did and Andrew. Him, by the way, um, Dan Flores. Damn, well, I'm shocked Mr. Didn't Dan take Flores. credit for that. Dan. <laughs> yeah, and Rudy. We're not being and, selfish, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> and now uh, Bianca and Vanessa, even. So, um, so just a team of people who are like, "Hey, we're all in. We love the vision. Uh, we love where you guys are going." Um, you know. Like, I love these nights. I see value in them. I want to serve, but I, you know, I'm not a bassist, but I love lights, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, I may not sing or play the guitar really well, but I love doing PowerPoints. The point is, like, who am I to say that, like, no, there's no need for lights or projection, you know, things going on or, or lights that are top of the line or amazing, um, that's how they worship and that's what they want to offer and so they're they're very much in my eyes worship leaders um but through um different things outside of right. music and I, and I think that it doesn't kinda, end at music i guess is what i'm trying to say essentially yeah. yeah i think that's how we start combating that 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 darkness we were mm-hmm. talking about and and that selfishness now i'm not yeah. saying also you know that all darkness is only selfishness. But I think, and just kind of the theme that we're following is like, now we're getting people involved to say, it's not just about a couple of people. It's always going to be about the Lord and it's us coming together yeah. and taking our the focus off ourselves or two individuals and saying, no, it's us coming together and yeah. serving the Lord in spirit and in truth as one body yeah. and combating that selfish tendency that we as humans have to say, this is about me or it's about my idol or this yeah. or that or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even just a th- few thoughts on that is we even, I think it's like really key too on like who, who's serving. And it's always been, again, never that anyone's been selfish just because um, everybody's always had that attitude followed uh, your direction in that where it's just like, there's no key. Everyone's valuable that that serves, but it's not like we walk around like, yeah, we're deeper still. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important because even with even thinking in regards to you know the three screens, the top of the line lights, is we just have production people even coming in, which normally um, it, it just really seemed like a big step up for deeper still. I yeah. would say just in this first one, we even see in First Corinthians. Um, that when talking about spiritual gifts, I believe it's First Corinthians, um, that the whole point is that those spiritual gifts aren't used to hijack uh, the service. And so the idea is that we use them for the benefit of the body, not to harm the body. And so, um, yeah, that, that was the one thing um, that I totally agreed with you on is that like everyone that's involved, I've never seen someone really have that that mentality or desire to like hijack it and make it theirs. Um, I mean, I'm sure that some will try you know what i mean it's kind of inevitable with like a like a ministry um but yeah you've always been really good about making it all about the lord and that 
all of the things that we do work together, almost like I was saying is, is one voice to sing to the Lord, essentially, to give worship to the Lord, um, however that looks. And so one of the things I actually wanted to ask you real quick was, do you feel that it's important for worship leaders um, to have that I'm part of the band mentality just in their worship teams in order to equip people? Um, and just kind of my thought was, uh, I, I feel like you had that, you always had that I'm part of the band mentality and deeper still helped equip me to be the worship leader that I am now. Um, so if you could talk a little more on that. Yeah, I think what you're asking is, um, how important is it to involve people to give them oppor- yeah, opportunity yeah, to grow? Um, and is that, yeah, is, I, I mean, I really like hope this, that's what you're asking I can speak into be, that uh, yeah. adopted by others that it's not just a deeper still thing where if this yeah. is something yeah. that should probably be encouraged for others to yeah. kind of walk in as well, well I mean I see it in scripture all the time where Jesus is yeah. like he heals and then like automatically go and tell you know what I did for you and go share a testimony and um, I see value yes in taking time with somebody mentoring coaching them for a period of time yeah. and and then sending off. However, I, I, I also see uh, the side where nobody really knows what they're capable of until they're put to the test oh, or, sure. or put in a situation where they have to react or, oh, yeah. or yeah. act. And um, on top of that, when are you ever really ready to, and I'm, I'm talking about like, I'm, I'm I'm picturing like a musician sure. in mind, like you know, like somebody who plays and sings. You know, um, when are they really ready? I, I I think everybody can offer something, and um, and and somebody can can always be a blessing. And so, like as as far as letting people in or or giving someone a platform, I mean, I always look for their motives and their sure. heart, right. where your heart, um, where's their heart at? And do you love the church? Uh, yeah. those are my main qualifications, even on my, on my personal team. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. do you love the church? Uh, because it's, it's hard to lead a church in a worship where you don't even know anybody or, or love them. Yeah. You, yeah. Can you even know, say it's, the, it's the bride of Christ. Yeah. You yeah. know, and on top of that, uh, uh, what are your motives? You know, like, is are you in this for yourself to, um, let's show off or, oh, yeah, for sure. or to show God? Um, but uh, so, yeah, I see that very vital uh, cautiously. Of course, I mean, using wisdom. Yeah. Um, is this person ready? Um, but as as far as being, you know, I'm part of the band. I always said uh, uh, these worship nights are open for anyone and everyone. Uh, so musically, you can always add. Um, I think I draw the line or like I'm, I'm, I'm a little more cautious with giving somebody a microphone. Yeah. Um, cause I've seen, uh, I, I was born and raised and I mean, I shouldn't say born and raised, but I was raised in a gospel church where, uh, we've seen that time and time again, right? Like, oh, I got a word of the Lord and, and would grab the microphone and would like be talking gibberish and we're like, what are you saying Running right now? With the pastors trying and the to pastor would the have to snatch the mic out of their hands. <laughs> I regret that. And, um, so, um, you know, I do like to, I like to build a relationship with, sure. with a person to really, uh, um, know where their heart is at, uh, before having them, uh, grab a microphone and lead. But I believe in people and I believe in, uh, um, in their calling and I do, I always, always want to be a person who, who cheerleads and, 
takes a risk on somebody. Um, I mean, and even me saying that like sounds like like who am I? But like um, like giving a person to be like you can do it. Um, yeah, sure. Like I, I was I was reading a book. Um, I think it was on marketing or or like it was in like the business field. Yeah, but yeah. like giving uh, your employees, um, you know, it's called like a one size bigger. You know, like like if you're buying shoes for somebody, mm-hmm. you know, giving somebody like one size bigger, giving them something to grow into. So like yeah. challenging them, but giving them room to grow. Yeah. Um, so like I, I see the same in, um, you know, in people who I coach or mentor or, or on my team, you know, like I just added a, you know, a vocalist on my team, uh, you know, who's a background singer, but you know, I, I, I do see her as a leader, but sure. she's not the best vocalist, but her heart is amazing. Um, so like, yeah. like gave her a microphone, put her on the team, but she has a lot of room to grow and she sees it and feels yeah. the freedom to like, Oh yeah, I'm on my way to, uh, to be better. And I have, I have a team who's beside me, who's, um, uh, you know, who's coaching me and showing me harmonies, um, and challenging me. It's hard to go the opposite where like, Oh, I'll come back in one year when you're better. I don't see that being any... When you're really any, a yeah. worshiper. When you can yeah. really harmonize, because yeah. that's what's important. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I really hope I'm answering your question. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, it does. I'm not. Sorry, I didn't mean to, over, to step on that ending there. Yeah, I think you, you nailed it for sure. Um, I was just totally thinking about... Uh, I'm part of the band. That idea that, yes, we're called to... So for you... Um, even though you say like, who am I? God has definitely put you in the place where you're at for a reason, you know, even talking, um, on a worship leader or ministry leader standpoint, like we are definitely, um, called to be at a certain place. And even though we may feel like we are not, maybe you may think like, Oh, I don't know if I should, um, I don't know if I'm all that, but, um, the reality is, is maybe you don't have all the skills, but God's placed you there specifically. You know, we're, we're called to, to grow, uh, grow people. We're called to shepherd people. I think it's an amazing thing, but, but my point was this, um, I just noticed a direct correlation between that. Like, yes, we want to include people. We want to grow that one, the shoot the one size bigger mentality to have people grow into that, to, to really help them grow. I mean, even just for me, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget when you asked me when I was 17 to go play with deep, well, at that time we were what the worship collective, yeah. um, yeah. copyright infringement. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I just remember growing uh, being there and, um, so nervous and it was really, it, it was very much the one shoe size bigger. Cause I, I really wasn't, I don't know if I was ready for that. Um, but let me just say, like, looking at it now, I mean, obviously I love this ministry. I'm glad that I'm a part of it, but I recommend it to anyone because it, it's made me um, a lot better now. It God definitely used that to grow me as a worship leader now. Um, yeah. yeah. And the whole rule of thumb of hang around uh, people who are better than you. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, that's, I, I mean, I say that like very loosely, but those who, who you either look up to or has... Uh, characteristics or qualities that that's you. That's why Jack hangs around me. That's right. Um, 
No comment. <laughs> He's working on his beard also. So okay, you Dan know has what? a luscious beard. We that said I've we were not going to mention that. <laughs> that you know I, I have a great mustache going right now. It's about three hairs in. <laughs> you know I grow pastures. <laughs> But but yeah, like hanging around people that uh, you admire and who challenge you and sharpen you, I also see that in our deeper worship gatherings is that, um, I mean, once a month we gather, I mean, citywide really, um, but a bunch of people who, you know, like who challenge you as as either like a prayer warrior or as a musician or as a, I mean, just a worshiper in general, like 80% of the time I, I, I hear, I hear comments at the end of the night, like, oh, I've never worshiped like that before. Or, oh man, I wish, I wish this was every week or, you know, and, and so, you know, that's just reassuring to me that, that we are pulling people up. Yeah. Um, I mean, which is opposite of, of deeper still, but um, <laughs> we're pulling we totally people, about pulling people deeper. <laughs> <laughs> if we must uh, use the word, but yeah, just um, um, yeah, being around people who are yeah. I I um I know we don't we don't have a ton of time left, but I think we have time for uh, if a few more questions. And so there's there's lightning definitely round. <laughs> lightning round. No, but there's definitely something um, that I I wanted to ask and you know because one of the big aspects of deeper still is that and that's kind of why we're doing this podcast right is that it's 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 the gathering and it's this and it's other things as well right and so that's why you know you're always saying worship worship everywhere right so there's kind of like a two-part question so the first part of it is what what how did how did that phrase come up when you were thinking about like, oh man, like what is something that I want to be as like a slogan? Yeah. And then, and then what's the intention behind that phrase? Yeah. So that was honestly, um, I mean, I can't uh, remember the time that I, uh, I wrote that up, but it had to be like over a decade ago, sure. but it was, we want specific dates. It was how I, <laughs> it was how I, I, I ended all of my um, emails. Uh, you know, like how people put, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah best regards or oh, sincerely, I, I, I always put worship, worship everywhere. Yeah, Gabe. Um, I remember getting an email like that too. <laughs> yeah, really? Years ago, yeah. I yeah. Oh, funny. I heard a speaker say once, um, like, and it's kind of common sense. It was. It's one of those like easy, simple faith yeah. um, kind of nuggets that that have never left me ever. But it was. Uh, uh, we are never to exit worship. So to me, like, it was like you know, like it was one of those like simple nuggets where I'm like. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, like, even though it's common sense, but yeah. it's like, yeah, that just resonated with me. Yeah. So, um, it's something to hold so we're on never to, to exit yeah. worship. And, and I, I know, like, you know, associated with that is a pray without ceasing and all of those okay. other things, but that just made a lot of sense. And so, um, much like everything else, like, it evolved, you know, yeah. o- over time. And, um, but uh, the idea and intent of it um was i mean what i mean by it like evolving over time like it became like t-shirt it became 
you know, a hashtag and yeah. and all of that. So it grew outside of my emails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it grew way out, uh, outside of my emails. But um, yeah, that, uh, the intent is uh, we're never to exit worship. We are always to recognize and, and value his presence in every area yeah. um, of our life, but at the time, like out of my life. Um, yeah. You know, so that's like, uh, recognizing his worth and value as I'm washing dishes, uh, washing dishes. Recognizing his his worth and value as I work. Uh, recognizing his worth and value in my conversation and um, at the dentist. And you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because my favorite coffee shop. I was just about to ask you something kind yeah. of like that, but I think you just answered it. Where it's you know we see this in multiple of the epistles, and 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 I was reading Ephesians where you you see Paul saying you know live in a manner worthy of the calling that you've been given, right? Yeah. And in this one sense, it's like, yeah, live your life out as an act, as a drama of worship that, that's given to the Lord, that, that people could see that your life is reflecting this relationship that you have with Christ. And I was going to ask, were you, what are some ways that, you know, a person could do that? And, yeah. and, and you, just, you just said it. And like, I think it's as simple as that. When you're washing the dishes, yeah. when you're taking your dog out for a walk, and you know these these simple things where it's like, no, I'm recognizing the supreme value that of of God of Christ yeah. as revealed to me by the Holy Spirit, written in His Word, where we find truth. Yeah. yeah, I can live this out in very practical ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nothing really groundbreaking or profound. It is. It is just one of those. Like I, I mean, I love simple faith. I just love the the simplicity of you know like of his promises and so worship worship everywhere i mean i mean like when you say it or read it i mean you can kind of take hold of what it means and it makes sense but and it is exactly what it is yeah and and you're right it's simple Mm -hmm. but i think it's worth i think it's worth uh talking about yeah thank you very much for asking yeah that reminder you know that as we are getting the wrap up just that reminder of like man you know what god's called us to live a life of worship and that doesn't mean just once a month when we gather at deeper still that's a part of it you know it's like yeah you know what I, I heard, because um, I was listening to Sinclair Ferguson recently, and he had said something so awesome, where um, he said it's a really good test to find out how good uh, you know, a Sunday morning worship service was if the person desires worship in the evening as well. Mm-hmm. And, he, and the point was, if the worship was truly that good, if it was truly that savoring, truly that enriching, why would a person want to wait another seven days, or in this case, a whole month before yeah. they get to taste it again? And I thought, wow, that's a fantastic point. Like, yeah, I get to commune and fellowship with God. Why would I want to wait until once a month or once a week? Like, God's called me to 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 enjoy Him all throughout the day, like yeah. throughout throughout my 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 existence. Yeah. I think that's yeah. was a you see it all thing. over Scripture. You really do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like uh, I noticed it, that's a that's a really great quote from uh, Sinclair. But um, yeah, it's like when you first become an adult in terms of like an adult's not telling you what to do anymore. You're getting your own paychecks. Um, you get to do the things that you really liked. You, you usually like engorge all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like if your parents were like, you can't eat a whole box of Twinkies, you can only have one, but you're like, these are the most amazing thing ever. I'm going to eat them all anyway. <laughs> you buy two and you just, you're constantly devouring. And I think 
the funny thing is, is that we do that and then we're like, oh man, I'm totally disappointed because you lose that. But I think there's something, well, of course there's something different about God's presence being in relationship with him. Um, the powerfulness translates and in, in grows. It grows in power. Every time that we're there, we, we understand something new. We, we learn something new. We see something new. We're blown away by something new. There's never not an opportunity for us to literally be, be like, prostrate. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, that this Twinkie example could almost be used kind of like when we deal with our sin. It's like, it seems so satisfying. And the parent who's telling you, no, don't do it. Don't do it. You're like, no, this is definitely going to, like, I just need more of this. Whatever that that is in your life, right? Um, like, I just need more of this. Like, it has this. It ends up having this negative effect where now it's causing destruction. Now the thing that I thought was going to satisfy me, the thing that I thought was going to complete me, this Twinkie, quote unquote, if you will, that I thought, oh, this is going to be the best thing ever. Now it makes me feel like garbage, and yeah. I, I I feel terrible. But the 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 difference for the Christian and for the person who who desires worship is I can be in God's presence all the time and it doesn't take away from me he gives exactly he gives me his yeah. abundance of joy he gives me life he gives me love and, and 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 now i find purpose in him i think that was i think that was a wonderful thing yeah yeah and even wow i'm really loving that we're continuing this twinkie thing this is great i love it <laughs> but more the, twinkies but the box never runs out yeah the box never runs Sponsor out twinkies what? Sp- sponsor us, Twinkies? <laughs> Please. We Come on, Hostess, you know what to every do. Every show. Hashtag sponsor me. <laughs> you will hear us eating the Twinkies. Yeah. How did you three get diabetes again? Because we ate them nonstop. Because we didn't take our own advice. <laughs> so I think we got time for one, one more. Yeah, if you got another question, go for it. Yeah. I just, I got this. So... With with the final with the final few minutes, the final few seconds on the shot clock, Gabe, this question is for you. Boom 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 boom. So, is there anything that you want to share in terms, uh, or just anything that you want to encourage people um, with in regards to living a worship filled life? Um, Ooh, voice crack. But yeah, is there anything that you kind of final thoughts, any encouragement, any um, pushes to people that want to live a godly worship filled life? Yeah. <laughs> Almost destroyed my microphone. I mean, We're laughing at Jack yeah, I was gonna and say. the mic, not the question. <laughs> He's putting his arm down and just smacked his It'd be terrible. Up. Ask the question everyone's just like <laughs> what a ridiculous <laughs> oh, question. Jack. <laughs> oh, Jack. oh man. I <laughs> thought it was a good question. <laughs> You're building it up so great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're just going to tear yeah. it to shreds now. No, um, yes. Yeah, so, so I guess like final words. Yeah. Just kind of final yeah. thoughts to anyone listening. There never are enough time. final words. No, there <laughs> never really are final words. Um, but no, I... Well, I did an interview once with a buddy of mine, and I think I'll answer the final words, like how I answered his, but it was for people to love why they do what they do. Reason I say that, um, you know, like if you're a driver, if you work a few PS, if you were a, um, you know, a creative, a designer, um, loving what uh, you do means, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's an action word, as we all know, but hopefully we all know. It's an action word, meaning like um, 
I take care of what I do. I, um, you know, I cultivate it. I, you know, I think about it. I, I invest into it. I, um, you know, I think about it uh, when I'm not doing it, and uh, it would really make life a little more joyful. Uh, I, I want to elaborate more, but I do want to keep it uh, really simple. Um, Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you want to. If not, no worries. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was perfect. I think that was great. Yeah, I think I'm it was good. concise. Yeah, good. and, and um, I just guess kind of some, some the last thought that came to my mind just thinking about this uh, sermon series I'm going through with John MacArthur that learning to, learning to worship the proper God in the proper way that he desires with the proper motive. And I think that that's what you were hitting on yeah. in those final thoughts. And that's awesome, man. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you, Gabe, and uh, the listeners for being a part of this conversation. Remember to check out DeeperStillGathering.com for more info on how you can get involved and where we'll be meeting this month. Gabe, do you want to just give a quick shout-out to where we're meeting this month? Yeah. Drum roll, please. Very good drum rolls. Good drum rolls. Yeah, we'll be meeting at uh, in Indiana. Oh! <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, New Life Hobart um, We'll be there uh, May to May 25th um, No, May 18th Because the 25th is Memorial Day yeah. May 18th, New Life Hobart It's in Hobart, Indiana It's going to be huge Yeah, wow. it's going to awesome. be huge So remember, huge. check out DeeperStillGathering.com There's more info there We hope to see you at one of these Worship gatherings And from now on Worship. worship, worship. Oh, oh dang you, it. You no. ruined it. Thanks a lot, I was going to do it at the same time as oh, you. <laughs> worship, <laughs> worship, worship everywhere. everywhere. That's right. <laughs> we'll get the key on this. Don't worry. Thank you, guys.